Today is February the 3rd. It is a Wednesday, snowy one. Up north, it had snowed since, let's say, since about Sunday night. It's Wednesday. But I didn't get on here to talk about snow. I got on here to talk about hair. You know that hair that we women, we love to do different things with and there are some men that are more into hair than we are. Well, that's what I want to talk about here. As I sit around and I go back and I look at pictures of me being prior to breast cancer, and I had hair. Hair really was the worst thing that could have happened to me while getting chemo. Hair, losing it. The crown, the glory, that hair, all gone. You know, I dealt with the fact that I had lost my hair to alopecia, but it wasn't all the hair, it was the sides, because I figured I was probably going through menopause, and I looked it up, and menopause can cause hair loss. Hair loss, thinning of hair... And I was fine with it because I was able to seek out a dermatologist. And a dermatologist, you know, she treated me for the hair with the steroid shots and Rogaine. And I was fine. So that was like in the 40s. We'll say around then. And then the 50s came. And menopause really came on strong. Those personal summers, they just kicked me out. And then I experienced the second hair loss with the alopecia, always on the edges, okay? I used to blame it on myself about the hair, you know. But one thing I never wanted to have was a bald head. Yes, drum roll, the bald head. I mean, I understood that some people, they did have alopecia. And I have learned a lot about alopecia, but I didn't know that, you know, until I knew a young man, and he lost all his hair. So, I was like, okay, I understood that. That was very acceptable, which I never happened to me. But I know, you know, some people it did happen to. And then I used to stop and stare. And I used to look at these women with these bald heads. You know, I'm I'm really misjudged and misstepped. Sometimes those bald heads were not from alopecia, but because of chemotherapy. Yes, chemotherapy. But me not being, you know, not really thinking about it being chemotherapy because cancer is not something you really, really want to hear about. I just brushed it off and I just figured that the majority of the women, they were just trying to be fashionable. So therefore, they decided to shave off all their hair. Well, when my turn came around and I had to get chemo, The first thing I asked was, am I going to lose my hair? Answer, yes. Two weeks later, gone. But why I wanted to explain to you about that hair. 
we take so many things for granted. You know, hair is a very, very essential part of the body. Because I'm going to describe to you exactly what it feels like when you have chemo and the hair comes out. Well, my hair was always, it was cut very low. So I didn't wake up in the night and see the hair in the bed. But it is the most painful feeling just to touch the scalp. I cannot describe to you how painful my scalp was just to rub it, just to touch it. I wouldn't even do that. I wouldn't even wash my hair. That is how much pain it was in. It was as though it was so tender, you know, tender. And, you know, and I do realize that, you know, chemotherapy, while it was cleaning up the good cells, it was destroying the hair follicles, the other goods, the the uh, the good cells, the bad cells. Excuse me if I got all tongue tied. I do apologize, but the good and the bad cells. So that is why the hair fell out. But can you imagine having a pain so horrible, where nothing can touch your head because there is no hair there? no hair covering. I mean, I bought wigs. I'm not a wig person, so I was like, I'd rather just leave it like that. I couldn't do the wigs. I decided I'd wrap scarves around it. But then, to my surprise, the eyelashes came out. How could I go outside? No eyelashes. They were very minimal. So I met a young lady, Maria. She has a wig shop, the way I bought the wigs. And she gave me this thing called Brian Joseph. And you put it on your eyelashes to kind of help preserve it. It had some kind of uh, moisture in it to keep them preserved. That worked. But why? When I looked in the mirror as the days went on, the eyebrows, they disappeared the eyebrows completely hairless completely so here you have no eyebrows no body hair no no hair everything just disappeared but it weren't as painful as that scalp and that's why I realized you know hair When you have to lose it because you want to cut it off and be bald, it's different. But when it's lost because you have no control over it, it's hurtful. And it's a big cultural shock. And it really was, you know. And I remember, I used to always, like I said, I stopped and stared at the bald women. Never once did I know I was going to be one of them. Never once did my ignorance tell me that maybe these women were sick, and that was why the hair was bald. Not me. I just, and I will be very transparent. Yes, I used to sit there, and I used to be laughing to myself, and I was like, they look so crazy with their bald head. Because everybody can't have a bald head, and everybody can't rock the bald head. So to me, 
I was very critical of them. And that's why I'm being transparent. Because I was one of those bald-headed people, and I know people stopped and stared. And I didn't owe them any explanation like those same ladies I stood, stood there and laughed and looked at. They didn't owe me one either. You know why? Because that hair was not what made them. What made them beautiful was their personality. The person that God created them to be. The beauty was on the outside. The hair did not make a difference. And as I stood there... And I looked in the mirror, and I would look, and I would cry because I had no hair. And one day I woke up, and I said to myself, you know what? I am still as beautiful as I was with hair or not hair, or without hair, because the hair was not who I was. And then I understood that song, India Ari. I am not my hair. Says a lot. So for women who think the crown and your crown is your crown, I say if you have hair, enjoy it. Don't add anything to it. Don't make yourself look any different. Embrace yourself. Embrace the hair that is on your head. Because you never know when one day... After you've weaved it, dyed it, fried it, braided it, dreaded it, and did all those things to it, that one day it might come out. And then that will be a big shock to have to look in the mirror and see it and have to cover it up with wigs, all because the hair went bald. So I've learned to just embrace it and deal with it and just move on. But how about this? Now I'm going to tell you something really crazy. So my hair did grow back after the chemo and all of that. But how about this? This is the real kicker. How about you take a drug to find out that the drug... It's going to make you go back through menopause. I was getting this bald spot in the middle of my head, like a man. The, the male um, bald pattern this was coming, and I was devastated, and I will really be. That was the time when I actually saw the hair coming out in the comb. All from a drug? I was like, I couldn't believe it. I never thought about it. And then one day I looked it up, and that was it. That was what made the hair fall out. And that drug is to help me handle my estrogen level with chemo. Since I have that aggressive hormones, I have to have mine calm down and this medicine Letrozole is what it's for so that was the other thing so just think twice I've had the halopecia where the ends just disappear managed to get them to grow back once completely bald where my head hurt like crazy where I could wake up and cry couldn't even lay on my head And then the kicker, 
medicine that made the hair grow, come out. It didn't grow it, it made it come out. So what I decided to do, I was like, you know what? I'm tired of the fight. I'm tired of the struggle. I'm just going to live with it, love it, embrace it. And when I look in that mirror and I look at Frances, I know she's beautiful inside out.